Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. When the time comes to plan your next big getaway, know we got a destination idea for you. Orlando. Just think about it. The thrills at their 15 world-class theme parks, followed by awesome outdoor adventures, amazing food festivals, and top-notch dining spots. Orlando has all that and much more than you'd expect. In Orlando, anything is possible if you can imagine it. Plan your escape today and save at visitorlando.com. That's visitorlando.com for everything you need for an amazing getaway. You're listening to Comedy Central. New year. New job, mm. fam. Twenty deuce deuce. Is that what we call it at home? The deuce that's deuce? What I'm Is that what we doing? The deuce deuce, I guess. I don't what? know. Make, the make two the whole year sound like double. a bad strip club, man. You know that, right? Like mm. the deuce deuce. It sounds like a strip club somewhere deep in the south. Somebody told me one time a deuce deuce is when you take a shit and then you get up and realize you got to sit down and take another shit. Facts. Oh, Facts. Ew. Facts. I'd never heard of that. Oh. <laughs> now hiring. An Arkansas waitress was fired from her restaurant job after refusing to share her $4,000 tip from a customer. Hmm. What do they mean refusing to share? What does that even mean? Right, Brant? Served a party of over 40 people at the oven and tap. 40? 40 people? One waitress, party of 40. She deserves that tip. Mm -hmm. All 40 people understanding what waitresses are going through because of COVID and food staff and food Mm -hmm. service. Everybody gave old Ryan a $100 bill, totaling $4,400, to which her manager said, Give me that money, you motherfucking bitch, and you only getting 20% of it, and you're sharing the rest with all these other niggas in the back. I'm walking. Ryan said, fuck you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She informed the gentleman, and it was a real estate company. Mm-hmm. The news got involved. Really? And the real estate company demanded that the restaurant give Ryan all of the money. Good for Wow, them. that's what's up. And they did. And the next day, Ryan was fired from the motherfucking oven and tap over the phone after working there for oh, almost damn. four years. Get your funky ass out of here and take that $4,400 with you. Bitch. Not over the phone. She ought to go learn real estate. Yeah. Go learn real estate. <laughs> damn, JG. That's cold. Should she have shared the money with the staff? Absolutely not. You just agree with everything everybody's going through with COVID. Aren't we your team? If Are we're we not a team, team, if we're a team, right? You cook the but food, we, I take the food out. Okay, so look, even by that estimation, that means the cook might get a little bit of money. But if I serve 40 people by myself, ain't no way in the world. Ain't no way in the world. And she ain't got to share nothing. That girl, that girl was all right with me. She ain't got to share nothing. I got that ketchup. I got that Dijon mustard. You ain't I cook kept... the food? It doesn't you ain't, matter. You ain't I'm make the, that server. liquor that I took out? I'm serving. I'm serving. It's my tip. 
see you so cold in the churches. So we all live together and it's all COVID. And I didn't love say that. And we need to make sure we take care of these heroes. Fuck you, bitch. I got paid. <laughs> Good night. Good night. I never said any of that stuff. Oh, my name is Roy. <laughs> this is my job fair. First new episode of the new year. I know you missed us because you sent us emails. Yeah. Mm. Uh, JG. Yes. Oh, is it, is it too late in the year to say Happy New Year? Because we're into the double digit. I'm not the numbers. best person to ask that because I don't tell people that. What? Okay. There. Yay Christmas. Yes. yes. Yay Thanksgiving, because you get to put your apron on and make all the sausages, yes. as you said. But fuck New Year. I don't understand people who have to wait until a certain day to be disciplined. You are annoyed by people who've decided to attempt to better themselves all at the same time. You think it's insincere sincerity. I think it is... What they can do, they can do whatever they want to do, but I just think it's weak. Either you're going to do something or you're not. You don't have to wait until January 1 to do it. Just do it. So when people put up New Year, New Me, I'm going to the gym. Mm-hmm. Jack will mm-hmm. be sitting there like the Grinch. Mute this post. Uh-uh. <laughs> oh, this is terrible. Mm. This is awful, but true. New Year, New Me. Girl, you want to go get some shrimp and grits tomorrow? Of course. See? Mm. You're sabotaging you. people's diets. People Let's get it over with. Setting people up with the goodness. <laughs> she ain't talking about, can we go get a wheatgrass smoothie in the morning? Nah, she was like, can oh, we go get some shrimp and I grits? I don't want to hear that mess. Expecting You're not the person do to it. say no? Mm-mm. You're not going to do on, it. Jacqueline. I know. I can't believe you. Third, Let's work it backwards for you. How how did you celebrate your birthday? Your birthday has already passed. It was during the best of week. I did nothing and I enjoyed it. I stayed in my pajamas all day and watched shows on Apple TV. I did nothing. I ordered food from out because I didn't want to leave the house. It was a great, wonderful birthday. It was awesome. That's oh, that's nice. nice. I enjoyed it. Ooh. I ended up over the break in the Virgin Islands. Mm. Um, I'm not a beach and sand motherfucker but she is so you know let's go do beach and sand mm-hmm. shit but the, i'm an indoor i'm a house cat for the most part so mm. you know we can go somewhere that make that i can sit on the couch and be on the internet anywhere so what mm. would you like to be All right, cool so we did that over the break and then came back to the states and huddled over rapid COVID tests like a couple nervously awaiting a pregnancy test result. Oh, sweet. So we did that a couple times and I think that's where that's where I want to start the show today in 2020 is all of these companies now mm-hmm. we had the CDC come out and say alright motherfucker you don't need 10 days you only need 5 because Delta Airlines told us that we need to make it 5. Yeah. And so the thing about it now is that because of that, there seems to be, like, even when Fauci came out and said, 
yeah, we shorten it to five days to keep motherfuckers going to work. It just feels like we're approaching this space. And y'all tell me what y'all think about this, but it just feels like we're approaching this space in this country where honestly, if you ain't in the hospital with COVID, just come on in. Because they're also saying if you're positive and asymptomatic, it's creeping towards that. Yeah. As well. Uh, I'm convinced with this last one, like whether you get the version that makes you really, really sick or the asymptomatic version, I think all of us gonna end up having it now because you just can't tell no more. You just I agree with you, third. I, I do think it's inevitable that everybody's going to catch it, but I don't think that means that it's safe nah. for people to just be working around each other and just nah. coming into work like that. You know? Not nah, this job, but another job that I have. They said if you're asymptomatic, they want you to come on to the office. And I'm seriously thinking about telling them I'm not coming back at all. Yeah, I yeah. Would, that would be a high level. Y'all can kiss my ass. Like at yeah. the end of the day, that's the big problem now. Like even um, even up here where we are, um, the local high school doesn't have enough teachers to complete an entire school day. Mm-hmm. So instead of understanding and letting some of those teachers teach virtually or, you know, doing something to help out the teachers, they're still pressing these cats to come in. And I'm yeah. like, nah, yeah, I'm not sending my daughter anywhere near y'all. So like, I don't know this. <laughs> this whole thing is crazy, man. Like, I, I, I feel like it's something we're gonna be dealing with for the, with the rest of our lives, and it's, you know, it's, 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 it's reaching that point. I will say though, I understand where the employers are coming from because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. you're trying to get shit done. I get it, and you're also trying to provide a service to people. Mm. New York City got a new mayor. Over, um, hang on. (laughs) (laughs) And so, you know, Eric Adams, he has a lot of, a lot of questionable ideas and policies that are starting to come into focus, you know, now in this, you know, second or third week of his administration. I, you know, I, I think you give anybody a fair shake out the gate, but he said something a couple of weeks ago, about a week ago in regards to COVID that left me a little unsettled. And they were asking him, well, because they were asking him about like whether or not New York should shut down for a minute. Mm -hmm. And he was basically like, no, nigga, we keeping it open. Not only do we need to keep it open, all you motherfuckers need to start coming to work. He basically told New York is a man to fuck up. And Oh. That part of what? it, that part of it, the, 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 the delivery may have been fumbled, but even if you want to give him a pass on that, here's where he went. Um, ah, a little, a little. It, <sighs> what did he do? I'm going to read, I'm going to read this Eric Adams quote. And you tell me where he fucked up because his, his argument was this third. We cannot shut down the city because we need the revenue. Also, workers need to work so they can provide. If we shut down the city, we are keeping people from being, because let's be real about this. We can talk about all the regulations in 10 days and five days. It's a lot of niggas who don't give a fuck about COVID. True. And they would rather go and work. True. They would mm. rather, or you already had the shit back in December. So mm-hmm. you get a three month hall pass to go mm. do whatever you want because it was immunity, antibodies, fucking Jedi. Metachlorins, I don't know what it's called. <laughs> so here's the quote from Eric Adams. Quote, Mayor Adams. 
Go ahead. Mayor Adams. He is he is the mm. mayor. He Listen, I ain't gonna bail on this brother yet because okay. two weeks of talking. He said something about when you have swagger, you gotta have swagger. I have so anybody who says they have swagger ain't got no swagger. Who is this man? Not a drip. I think you have to give politicians to, it's like it's like head coaching. You gotta get in, you gotta get okay. the people that you need, and we'll see if the policies that you implement help to move the city forward. But the way he's wording shit is a little, little, little funky. I'm going to read this quote, JJ, out. and you tell me where you think he went off the rails. Mayor Adams, quote, four months of not having businesses patronized, not having a restaurant patronized, not having business travelers come to this city and go to our hotels. That is going to be devastating for our economy. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if my businesses are sharing with their employees that you are a part of the ecosystem of this city. Okay. Hmm. Mayor Adams continues. <laughs> my low-skilled workers. Excuse me? My cooks, my dishwashers, my messengers, my shoe-shine people, those who work at Dunkin' Donuts. They don't have the academic skills to sit in a corner office. They oh, shit. This. We are in this together and should be saying to ourselves, what? If I remotely do my job, then that stock clerk is not going to be able to have the business he deserves. That's what I need us to understand. End quote. This dude ain't that bright. So Jacqueline, you're being a selfish piece of shit. <laughs> According to Mayor Adams, for you not going back to that office that you're talking about maybe not going back to, the store clerk that works there doesn't get to eat. The food delivery man who delivers lunch to where you work mm -hmm. doesn't get to eat. So you need to go risk the COVID to help keep this business economy strong. No. Number one, how dare you call anyone low-skilled? That's what people are mad about. And because of that, That's you hard. miss the argument that Correct. he's making. I understand the argument that he's making. It's This is a tough topic. But you just can't call a motherfucker low-skilled because he cook and wash dishes. No, not at all. Some but it's also a job you can't do remote. No, you mm. cannot. I will say it in this particular manner. Some of the smartest, most ingenious, if you will, people that I know only have a high school diploma. They might not have these high-end jobs, but you can't call anyone low-skill just because they don't sit in a boardroom every day. I know people who sit in a boardroom every day and they dumb as rocks. Yeah. They are dumb as rocks. Mm. So, yes, I don't care what his other argument is. You don't call people low skill and expect me to continue to listen to you, <laughs> mayor. Especially in New York, because people in New York is a bit articulate. They, they, you know, castles, even if they ain't learn it, they learn it. So, you know, for calling somebody low skilled like that, and that's hard, bro. That's a hard call. I'm a cab driver in New York, but over in the Middle East, I ran four I'm companies. Yeah, I'm a doctor. Right. That's stupid, man. These are the same people we was clapping for. They was heroes. Mm. In the sun. Let's go outside at 7 o'clock and clap for these heroes. Look at these low-skill motherfuckers. <laughs> and that's what I want to talk about a little bit later on today. We're going to get into Cody's most outstanding right now. But, you know, on the other side of worse than first, we're going to look at some of these quote-unquote low-skill jobs and talk about some of the openings because it's a lot of jobs out there that are just like, like if there's ever been a year to pivot, like if you want to just drive a snow plow, this is the year. Yeah. This is it. They are hiring.
Yes. Mm -hmm. We'll get into all of that a little later. But first, it's time for the first in the 20 deuce deuce. Cody's most outstanding employee of the week. Nice. Now, a former Central New York pastor third has quit the ministry and returned to doing porn again on OnlyFans. She is still an ordained minister. But Pastor Crystal has stepped away from the New Beginnings Christian Life Church in Fulton, New York, because she got tired of dealing with judgmental parishioners. Now that I can understand. She did porn, worked her way up to loving the Lord. Wow. And now she's back to porn. Okay. Wow. If we ever do a third Jesus week, I know who Oh, we, we calling her. Uh, hmm. we, she's got to be on. There's no question about that. That's, that's the pivot to end all pivots to end all pivots, my friend. So, for pivoting and then recognizing when it was time to re-pivot, for that, Pastor Crystal De Gregorio of Clay, New York, or should I say now under your pseudonym on OnlyFans, Nadia Hilton. Oh. Nadia Hilton, you are Cody's most outstanding employee of the week. I will agree with that one because I like people who can make a decision and then you can change your mind and make another decision. I'm comfortable with that, but just make a decision. All right. Let's get into worse than first. Now, JG, who do we have on the line? We have Eric. He was in the military army and he worked with tactical explosive detection dogs. And I'm very concerned about it. Eric. Welcome to the job fair. Hello, hello. Hey, how's it going, Roy? Thanks for having me. What did you say it was again, JG? Explosive dog sniffing bomb canine? <laughs> yeah. Battalion? Platoon? platoon. Tactical explosive detection dogs. That means, I believe, they're taking dogs in to find explosives. I don't like yeah. that. First of all, yes, man. First of all, if dogs can smell cancers, I'm definitely cool with a dog smelling out a bomb so that people don't get hurt. I ain't even going to lie. You, you're sleeping on the resilience right. of dogs. Dogs are an amazing, amazing animal. That's why white people like the them so much. The dog just sniffed the vicinity. The oh, dog yeah. don't, like, move the bomb mm-hmm. and go, hey, man, here it is. No, <laughs> no, they sit. So what they do is they, they have an identification signature. They usually sit and look at you. And uh, when they look, you know, their their nose is to the ground the entire time. And they come up and they, they pop up and they, they got... We call it a coke nose. They have a coke nose looking at you like, hey, it's right here. And then you're supposed to get them come back before if someone's spotting the uh, explosives and they can detonate it on the dog. So you have to hurry up and get the, the dog back is in, in the cover. But and we're we talking about IEDs. We're talking yeah, about it, IEDs. This isn't like complicated, like explosive deep down in the ground or embedded in the wall. Right. This is just stuff just to make sure that the convoy can pass safely up a road type stuff. Um, well, my dog, he can, he's, he's picked up scents around quarter mile away. Um, and he'll show signs. So it, it's, you, you can see it's all dependent on wind direction. And then like, if it's downwind from you, he'll move his tail a certain way or he'll, he'll act excited and you can, you can pick up on those things. And it's up to the, the handler to actually pick up on those things to protect yourself, the, the unit and the dog itself. How did you decide on, say it again, Jacqueline, explosive, tactical, sniffing downwind, a <laughs> dog, Damn. that's the bomb over there. Tactical, Ugh. explosive detection 
Don't. Okay, hey, Eric, 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 Eric. Help, help <laughs> them both out and give them the acronym, please. Please. It's, uh, it's, called, a, it's called a TED handler. So, yeah, see, it's okay, between. see, Eric, you got to tell them, man. We were military, I was a military kid, man. So, you got to speak in acronyms, yeah. bro. We, we speak in acronyms in the military world. Uh, because I. Yeah, that's yeah, how you tell them, son. I grew up in a military household. So I. I still have a lot of issues with this. I know exactly <laughs> what this is. I have yeah. true issues with this because I get it. Mm. I understand mm. it. But how mm. many dogs are we really losing? Uh, well, I mean, it's all up to the handler, and you don't get passed if you're a bad handler. But, uh, you know, accidents do happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, my dog actually did get um, blown up, but no! not. No, 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 no. It wasn't on a find or anything. Oh. Uh, you know, irony. Uh, it was 4th of July, um, and they were sending in rockets into into our uh, base, and one of the rockets went into his kennel and blew up. Oh. He only got peppered with shrapnel, but I uh, I spent a good three hours in the ER um, in our base picking shrapnel out of him. Mm. And then uh, to make things worse, they, they went and neutered him in the same, same instance. He's already under, so might as well get that done. And then I adopted him, so... Oh. Yeah, that's what's up. Beautiful. I would imagine you already had a predisposition. Like, your love for dogs had to already be pre-installed before you served. Mm-hmm. How did you decide on becoming a Ted handler? Like, out of all the things to do in the military, because I'm telling you right now, I'm choosing chef. Yeah. <laughs> hey. So I'm going, to, I'm going to Iraq. I'm going to fix these pork and beans. When y'all get back from, you know, doing your combat <laughs> shit, these pork and beans are going to be warm. Oh, going to have some oatmeal cookies. And Otis Spunk Miles over there. Go enjoy yourself. In the defect. I remember that from doing my um, USO mm-hmm. tours. That's right. Being the defect, that's the cafeteria for the mm-hmm. I'm being I'm being the cafeteria in Kuwait, and I'm be making <laughs> these pork and beans. So how did you decide on the TED stuff, man? Um, so I initially joined with a special forces contract and, um, I didn't make it through selection. So I in turn went into what's 11 Bravo or, or, uh, infantryman. And then I became an infantryman. I went to airborne school. Then I became an airborne infantryman. And then, um, when I got to my duty station, um, well, let's fast forward. I went to, I did two tours and then I moved to a duty station, uh, in Fort Campbell, Kentucky. And, um, then they kind of just volunteered. They asked like, Hey, does anybody want to be a dog handler? And I just raised my hand really fast and they're like, Oh yeah, sure. So what's his name or her name? Uh, his name's Izzy. Why did you name him Izzy? Oh, I didn't get to name him. So he actually had five other handlers before me. So the way Ted works, it's a voluntary, they try to fast track the canine, uh, handling, school within a short period of time which is six weeks wow which it's in turn a four-month course um but they try to get it really tight together so we can deploy and so you, know. you and the dog have to learn all of the ins and outs of this particular military assignment and you only have how long to learn all of this uh six weeks yeah so the dog already knew it from the <laughs> so they go overseas it was me catching up mm. so um Izzy is a, an amazing dog. He knows four different languages. He's had six what? handlers. He's had he's been to Afghanistan six times, and he, uh, I mean, he's had plenty of success. He was a rem- what we call a remote control dog. I mean, you say it, he does it instantly. Thank you. I hey, appreciate it, man. Hey, man, Thank give you. Izzy an extra treat on on behalf of all of us too, oh, man. Sure. You got, you got oh, to, uh, oh, real quick. 
if there's any any veterans organization you want to shout out real quick, anywhere people can send money or donate. Honestly, I mean, we're out of Afghanistan, so I would say send care packages to those guys over there because, I mean, they honestly, they do help. But um, Wounded Warrior Foundation is great. Um, mm. Other than that, I don't know really any others. Uh, VA, you know, support mm-hmm. your VA. Uh, their course. job worse than mine. So, <laughs> mm-hmm. well, it sounds good, brother. Thank you so much for coming on, man. Have a good. Hey, thank you so much for having me. God bless. Man, thank appreciate you. it. Bro. That's a real last job. That's a real last mm-hmm. job right there, man. But he brought up a whole another angle to it, man, and I had never thought of what happens when your dog is more experienced than you. You know what I mean? Like, like I never really thought about that until he said that. Like, the dog spoke three languages. The dog had done six tours, so that means by the time he got to him. You know what I'm saying? The dog was already like, why y'all give me this white boy? You know what I'm saying? Like, the dog was already angry and shit. Like, the dog was already pissed off. I got to show another white boy how to do this? Come on, white boy. It's like training day, but Denzel this time only speaks dog. Shit, we need to do a whole working dog episode, don't we? Yeah, because the dogs actually dogs be doing enjoy shit. it. Yeah, they enjoy it. Dogs, dogs, be, yeah, be doing dogs shit. handle that yeah. shit. Dogs knock it out. Hey, bombs. Cocaine, sheep, people mm. in the snow, sheep, in the right. avalanches and shit. Mm-hmm. Did you say cheating? Sheep. I said sheep. Oh, sheep. Oh, yeah. The, the oh, herding. Dog. Sheep. Yeah. The herding oh, right. What dog? The dog can smell cheating on you? I'm like, oh, shit. Oh, that's the worst. Dog just wants to smell your fingers and shit. Dog's like, like, <laughs> 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 that's even worse. You come home and wife sitting next to the big ass dog and he just ground at you. Put your two fingers in front of his nose. <laughs> right? <laughs> Baby, I just I don't I don't really want to, baby. I'm not. Nah, I don't want to, baby. No, I don't know. Nah. Oh, I know. Matter of oh. fact, I'm just gonna leave the house and come back. I'm good. I don't oh, know. Oh man, job fair. We'll be right back. <laughs> Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury, with a reveal unlike any other, as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Ann Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes film.com to get tickets now. And we're back on Dealing Together, where we help good people who fell for bad deals. First caller? I had to buy three identical sweaters to get the fourth free. Ooh, you got fleeced. Next caller, what's your deal? I paid for 20 tanning sessions, but had to use them in a month. Now I'm orange. Ooh, you got burned. Next caller. 
I traded in my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus. Hmm, how's that bad? I got to choose from their best plans. So, what went wrong? Oh, nothing went wrong. And you're calling to... To request a song? You want a song? Of course. The choice is yours. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Hey guys, LeVar Arrington here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck, like a rugged half-ton Tundra. Workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design. The Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max Hybrid powertrain, you can take electrified horsepower farther than ever before or check out the fully redesigned tacoma delivering trail dominating power and captivating style the new tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true and with new available tech this legendary truck is getting even better and when you buy a toyota truck you buy toyota dependability meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future so visit your local toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals when you visit Visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Prudential knows that no community is a monolith, and we all have unique financial needs. With black community partners across the nation, Prudential has a remarkable history of supporting communities and institutions that have been overlooked for far too long and are making a tangible impact. This includes their home city of Newark, where they're actively engaged in building stronger financial foundations. They are dedicated to offering equitable financial services that cater to diverse individual requirements while recognizing our shared goal of wealth building. For instance, they've pledged a staggering $1 billion to programs, partners, and initiatives focused on historically excluded communities. It's not just about dreaming anymore. It's about turning those dreams into reality by creating blueprints for generational wealth. Power the dreams of our communities today and future generations tomorrow. Learn more and build your financial blueprint today at prudential.com slash blueprints. Job fair. For the deuce, deuce, motherfucker, we are here. This portion of Roy's Job Fair is brought to you by Sackleson State Community College. Sackleson State Community College, the only college for good-looking people. I like when Carrie's champion says Sackleson. Sackleson State. I love her. Sackleson State Community College wants to make sure that you have a curated learning experience in which you focus on your education and you are not distracted. Ugly people have a way of throwing off your learning curve, experts have shown, Jacqueline. But because we're in COVID times and Sackleson State is going remote, they're going to let ugly or average looking people take classes. Now is the time for you to get involved and get the education you need at a discount price. Sackleson State Community College, if you're a good looking person, enjoy the pleasures of being able to turn off the monitors of ugly people on the Zoom grid. And um, I think it's a great deal. Visit them online, sacklesonstate.edu backslash dot org. Personal research. Mm -hmm. I've noticed with the mask now, people have pretty eyes. And then when they take their mask out, you're like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Mm -hmm. It's bad. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Third, Jacqueline say they they face took a pivot. Mm. Face, face looked oh, good. Yeah. And then it's like, mm. Oh, uh-uh. And then mouth jacked up. Oh, oh, go ahead. My apologies. So, you know, normally we have a guest, but in lieu of all these unskilled workers and the great resignation that's happening, we had old down South Georgia girl pull us up a document. And I just want to go through some of these jobs in these industries that are having these high quit rates that I think is a really telltale sign for if there's any industry that you were thinking about getting into. I mean, you can drill down where and what industry you want to be a part of, you know, because some of this stuff, you know, unskilled, Mm. you know, like school bus driver who basically is a child psychologist Mm -hmm. while driving. Uh, There's a serious shortage of school bus drivers right now. School bus drivers is an unarmed babysitter. That's what they is. The unarmed babysitters. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Ever since they took away corporate punishment, people stopped driving buses because you can't throw nothing at the kids while you're telling them Ooh, to sit down. No. Yes. Sit down and you throw something at them. But I, I don't know. I, I, would, I, I would also figure that a bus driver would be difficult now uh, because most people understand that the, the sicknesses that you catch, whether it's a cold or a flu, when you catch it from a child, it's normally way worse. Mm. And I would think that, you know, the, the paranoia of it all right now would scare a lot of people from being a bus driver. It scared me from being a bus driver. Well, you could be a snowplow driver. They average $50,000 a year. So good really? for three months until yeah. global warming takes over. And you ain't got to talk to nobody. I, I don't think it's a bad job. Mm-hmm. I just know that, you know, there's certain markets that pay almost 77000 hmm. just to push snow. But if it's, if you're averaging, if the average is fifty k at $25 an hour, is that flat or is that like, snow incident like you know what i mean like if you're a snowplow driver you're, you're essentially on call so when the storm hits you plow all night but because for fifty thousand a year when are you plowing snow outside of march and where well, I, question. that's fair but what if you do drive around from place to place to just shovel snow i mean there's got to be somewhere that you you know eventually there's got to be a circuit that's all i'm saying there's got to be a circuit that cats know when they're into that, that they go to places that have snow and then go somewhere, you know, try and keep their money going as long as they can. Like a t-shirt salesman at concerts. Or, <laughs> or, or, or the fish people, the people who go out there and do tuna, they do the same oh, thing. Yeah. They go, they go all over the place, depending on where tuna season may be to do their fishing. So they just follow the fish. So follow the snow the same way the fishermen follow fish based on I'd the migration. So. Okay. I would say so. Yeah, I could be totally it, wrong too. I almost did one of them fishing boat jobs. Really? In college. Y'all, dude, they used to put the flyers up at college. They didn't have that shit at Morehouse? Oh, they did, but I wasn't doing that shit. Nope. <laughs> that shit was a lit. They was talking three months, $5,000. Knowing yeah, what five, I know. 6000 yeah. yeah. Knowing what I know now, it's terrible money. But for an 18-year-old, uh-huh. live on a boat for three months and come back with five Gs for the fall semester, it's better than Shoney's. Better uh-huh. than Golden Corral. I'd have did the I'd have did the oil rigs off of like Biloxi, like down there. Mm-hmm. I'd have, I'd have worked on the rigs. That's dangerous. I, yeah, but I I rather the rigs than the than the than the boats because at least the rigs are stationary. The boats yeah. I I can't I can't deal with the boats and the moving and all that stuff. But the rigs yeah, the you make rig. a, you make money, but it is dangerous as hell. Yeah, it's, it's just dangerous. you might get flamed up with hot <laughs> ocean oil. Right, right. You but can at be least you're not shaking. 
you know, right. <laughs> oh my gosh. And now we know that water can be on fire, but that's a whole nother thing. I think I it's interesting, that. man, that um, the manufacturing jobs, seemingly the, 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 there's a lot of openings in manufacturing jobs and there's a lot of openings in retail trade, leisure and hospitality. And those are all three, like almost cog in the wheel type industries, if you think about it. So I just want to run down the list real quick for the people um, from highest to lowest um, in terms of job openings by industry sector. And these are the sectors that have the most jobs available uh, in the last year. Manufacturing has the most jobs. Then after that, transportation and warehouse and wholesale trade leisure and hospitality, education and health, of course, teaching in hospitals, they're going to be hiring. Mining and logging, there's some solo shit. You don't want to be around, motherfuckers. You ain't going to breathe no COVID, but you're going to have some charcoal Mm. on your throat. Might get a little Uh, black lung. Yeah, a little bit. You can shake it off. Shake it off. Uh, Retail trade, professional business services, financial activities, government information, and lastly, the sector with the least amount of the least the smallest increase in job openings in the last year is construction, hmm. which is industry. Which basically that's how you know it's a good job. Mm-hmm. Like we ain't got no room for you, motherfucker. We over here, we building everything. We don't know hey, who's gonna live in this shit. I know no one's gonna be on, left. You can start on construction non-union at like what twenty twenty five, I think non-union, and then when you join union, is normally up to like forty five fifty an hour. Don't fuck around and get a CDL or a heavy machinery Ooh. certification. You know how to operate one of them cranes or some shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, the quit rate by sector, this is alarming. You know, the, the sectors in which the most people are leaving the jobs, leisure and hospitality, retail trade. So that's, you know, that's stores, um, education and health services. There's a lot of burnt out people, man. Yes. It really are. I'm concerned about doctors. I'm very fortunate, knock on wood, that I don't have to see a doctor often or rarely, but I'm very concerned about them, especially in the next 10, 15 years, because I see what we're turning out of schools right now. I, I don't know what's going to happen next. Yo, these, the, are, should we Robot. be concerned with this next wave of doctors who ain't had no no lab and no yes. in-class, nothing? It's just They've been yes. documenting on Zoom and playing Operation at the house. And failing at operation, yeah. Invest in robots. Yeah, I think think that VR Oculus shit, that's going to be the next wave. It's just doing like hospital services, you know, over that. Yeah, better take care of yourselves. Hey, hey, look, you know, I'm going to tell you right now, I don't trust anybody that can beat the surgery game in Oculus uh, to do a bit of surgery on me in real life. I, I can't. I, it's just not it's I'm not like, good enough mm-mm. i like i like the vr i think some of the stuff is 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 really really dope but if it's anything all i need is somebody to act like my son and and beat a game in vr and be like i'm ready to go to pro sign me up for the surgery team dad like <laughs> nah, man. Like, that's how it's gonna go that's how it's gonna go uh after the break we'll holler at the homie narado aka rob for short give you some topics to break the ice and speaking of portland jg i think we got a scam from up that way from somebody yeah. mm. lives in the land of pine trees it's the job fair we'll be right back witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as infinity presents a new chapter in luxury 
the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Anne Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes film.com to get tickets now. And we're back on Dealing Together, where we help good people who fell for bad deals. First caller? I had to buy three identical sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller, what's your deal? I paid for 20 tanning sessions, but had to use them in a month. Now I'm orange. Ooh, you got burned. Next caller? I traded in my old Samsung at AT AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24+. Hmm, how's that bad? I got to choose from their best plans. So what went wrong? Nothing went wrong. And you're calling to... To request a song? You want a song. Of course. The choice is yours. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. What up, everyone? It's Lunchbox from the Bobby Bone Show, and I'm here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car, like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive. You can count on your new Camry to get you anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Prudential knows that no community is a monolith, and we all have unique financial needs. With black community partners across the nation, Prudential has a remarkable history of supporting communities and institutions that have been overlooked for far too long and are making a tangible impact. This includes their home city of Newark, where they're actively engaged in building stronger financial foundations. They are dedicated to offering equitable financial services that cater to diverse individual requirements while recognizing our shared goal of wealth building. For instance, they've pledged a staggering $1 billion to programs, partners, and initiatives focused on historically excluded communities. 
It's not just about dreaming anymore. It's about turning those dreams into reality by creating blueprints for generational wealth. Power the dreams of our communities today and future generations tomorrow. Learn more and build your financial blueprint today at prudential.com slash blueprints. Job fair. The first one of the deuce deuce. Rounding third and headed for home. It's been a good show. It's good to be back in the new year. And I want to bring in a brother who I want to say is easily one of the most interesting and still the champ. A lot of, lot of positive feedback, Rod, mm-hmm. from your best of wisdom episode that we ran last week. We just wanted to, you know, get the people who may have, you know, come aboard the podcast a little later than the others and hadn't had a chance to go back and, you know, dig into the catalog to get some of your wisdom. And uh, first off, how you doing, Rod? We, we've we've decided as a show that it, we can still say Happy New Year even though it's damn near Martin Luther King Day. Martin Luther King Day is the cutoff <laughs> for wishing people Happy New Year. I agree with that. Yeah, Happy Happy New Year, man. I'm I'm, I'm doing good. I'm, uh, I see you brought the goatee in the 2022. I Reluctantly, it might not. <laughs> it might not make it. It may not make it to Valentine's. We'll see. It will see. I'm tired of this shit. <laughs> I'm gonna say this one time only and never again. At- I like your hair. Oh, thank see? you. It looks amazing. Thank you so much. Uh, one time only. The women in my family adore Rod. I don't know what's wrong with them. And I've told them to stop. That's it. But let, let them know that, that there's a, an entire episode out there just for them, where it's just your boy. Oh, that's why they said it. <laughs> <laughs> well, Rod, we'll let you kick it off for the new year, whichever way you want to go on giving people some topics they can chit-chat with each other about at the job. Um, I want I want to start with white people. Because I feel like this topic, it hasn't gained as much traction as it needs to. It's, it's kind of slid under the radar. Not a lot of people have started talking about it yet, but they will soon. Um, recently, uh, the rapper from Dipset, Jim Jones, he went on Angela Yee's podcast from the Shout Breakfast out to Club. Angela Yee. Shout out to the Yeezer. So Jim Jones... He's all with Angela Yee. He's talking to her and her, the ladies on the, the co-host, and they, they talking about you know, sex and 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 such. And they ask him, uh, you know, what what his mom taught him about sex when he was growing up. He said his mom taught him a lot. She taught him a lot. She did a lot for him. You know, bought him his first condoms and all that kind of shit. Mm. Okay. Then they the, the subject turns to tongue kissing. And uh Jones said that his mom taught him how to kiss. And Angela Yee was like you know, she taught you how to tongue kiss. He was like, Yeah, she taught me how to tongue kiss. She was like, Well, what was what was her explanation? What was the technique? And he said she did it with her mouth. She mm. did not tell him how to tongue kiss. She showed him 
how the dunk is. And that's when things kind of went a little bit left. Jones completely oblivious and didn't understand what the big deal was. (laughs) The big deal is the sexualization (laughs) of young boys by grown women Uh who ain't got a man in the house. So maybe it was that. And he also might be adopted. No, he's not adopted. No, no. His, his, that's that's his that's his birth mom. Uh, but yeah, it, it, I I think the the problem is less a, a sexualization of young boys, but who don't have a man in the house or whatever, and it's just more so uh, this dude's mom tongue kissing him. Yeah, and mom tongue kissing him. Forget all the generalities. Yeah. Your mom tongue kissing you. Mm. It's just not cool. That ain't even what, is to show you how to do it mm-hmm. or in a molestation situation. They both feel like the same fucking thing. You know what I mean? Agreed. Agreed. <laughs> so, it's like a bad I don't, I, I don't think <laughs> there's no hey it's cool it's my son and there's nothing sexual about it I'm sorry you can't you, you can't be tongue kissing where's the line what did he ask about oh. hand jobs it's <laughs> <laughs> a whole porn hub category B like it's a whole category it's not even like a sub yeah but it's, it's <laughs> yeah it's uh this is taking Tom Brady kissing his three year old son in the mouth and blown it off the fucking map. Way off the map. Jacqueline, how did you learn how to kiss? <laughs> oh, his name was Nicki Minaj. <laughs> she remembered him. That was a good kiss. That was kiss. a hell of a his kiss. His name was like Nicki Minaj. Nicki was that Minaj. a drag queen? No. Right, you sure it wasn't? <laughs> his real name is Derek Nicholas Minaj. We called him Nicki. Oh, adorable. He taught me how to kiss. He taught me how to use chopsticks. And he taught me a little bit of Spanish. Well-rounded brother. Mm, he taught you Kulo, didn't he? He taught you, he taught you what Kulo meant. <laughs> <laughs> you what Kulo meant. You have Rhonda, Rhonda, Rhonda pull up Kulo for you. <laughs> the way I learned how to kiss, like if you make a fist with your hand, that side of the fist, the thumb side of your fist, that little notch in the middle, if you if you do it right, like that's that's basically a black woman's lips. Them, them some thick lips. Like, if you make a fist and... <laughs> what? You uh, raised in a prison? <laughs> it's like, I need a picture of my face to explain what I just saw. Mom. That's it's not real my mom. It's real beaver ass. It may not be your mom. how to kiss shit. Right? That's how they can talk people. That's how, you, that's how teenagers learn how to kiss in white sitcoms in the right? 60s. Right? Leave it to beaver. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Or happy days. That's how they learn how to... It was eighth grade. My first kiss was eighth grade, and me and this girl went to. You don't remember her the name? Day. I don't want to say. Oh, okay. That's. Oh, only you the one putting people out there. Like government. Yeah, only JG putting people government blasts out here. Nicholas James Danford Monats the Fourth of One Two Three Main Street, Montgomery. His social security number is three three one. He's dead. The boy dead. Go ahead. Oh damn, Nikki. Damn. That's even more on blast. Did you kill him? Oh yeah, which means ass and big booty. Thank you, thank you, Rhonda. (laughs) 
I didn't want to blow the kiss. I knew it was, I was, and I ain't, and I'd already asked my mom how to slow dance. That, I distinctly remember uh-huh. that about the uh-huh. middle school dance, because I don't know how to dance. That's weird. It wasn't your oh. dad, like, a prolific fucking DJ radio <laughs> My dad was a prolific fucking <laughs> He was like, he was like, enough of that. When I get off work, nigga, I'm done with all forms of music, okay? <laughs> yeah. Fuck that shit. Yeah. My dad is also, I'm also the ninth of 11 children <laughs> by my father. Mm. So you think he's the one I should have asked about kissing? He might have had a clue. He might have been yeah. the one to know. Yeah, it sounds like kissing and slow dances is right up on the Asking your mom might have been the wrong thing to do, huh? Like, just, I'm just saying. I... <laughs> Where did you come up with the practicing on your fist thing? Watching the Brady Bunch? I don't know, bro. I was just like, this, was in the back room my, this looks change. like a mouth. <laughs> Y'all not gonna clown me on one this. Last time. I, I one last time. Then we gonna go for real. I we gonna hit the stand beside my technique. If you lay your thumb flush against your index finger, you basically have the equivalent of a of a closed mouth, two lips. And I would just kiss the thumb and index finger, and just practice like the. You know how you gotta you gotta line up the lips. Mm-hmm. You gotta stagger your lips All right. when you're kissing. That's how I learned that. Is that so, also how you learned how to eat pussy? <laughs> <laughs> no, he got one of those dolls that you all talked about. No, I didn't. Oh, okay. Wait, that was trial and error. Goddamn. That was trial and error. She said he got a doll. <laughs> you all talked about a doll. You introduced oh. me to that stuff. Oh, she said, I'm not going to go down. That was more of a practicum course. And some actual office hours. <laughs> um, lab, what they call in science, lab hours. Lab, yeah, yeah. Uh, job trading. You'll, you'll, you'll get it as you go. <laughs> OJT, as they say in the military, that old job trading. Mm. So wait, really mm. quickly. I know this is such a sidebar. It's a good kiss too. She had peach chapstick. Okay, that shit tastes delicious. That's what mm. I want to know if it was a good kiss. It was wet. Her shit was a, her game was a little sloppy. Okay. <laughs> she had been practicing on her fist like a no, true no, yeah. master. <laughs> <laughs> she was she was taking it as serious, dude. What's fucked up, I, man? I don't understand why this is weird. Like I didn't say that I cut a slit in a watermelon and fucked it to practice. That's way better. Stroke game, no, than fucking making that, making that with right the hand. crease of your damn hand. Right. That's all. <laughs> Some people took some people took reader right hand just a bit too far. That's all we're saying. How are you going to answer this question for your kid? This is very important for the other person on the opposite end because I mean I remember this fondly. So you need to make sure this is done correctly because it's a lot of women that's not being raised right on the kissing side of the game too. Mm -hmm. A lot of y'all be putting both of y'all lips around them, like your lip is on my mustache and your. Uh, your bottom lip is on my little soul patch under my like why you why have you enveloped both of my lips into your mouth? I stopped talking to a girl because she gave me the worst kiss I ever had in Agreed. my life. Agreed. A hickey. It was Same fucking awful. Same with me. I was I was like mm. 19. And she fucking she she didn't open her mouth. Mm-hmm. She just pressed her lips up against mine mm. and started flicking her tongue in out of mouth like a mm. goddamn rattlesnake or something. <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> just like that, like no bullshit, no bullshit. Like she pressed her lips up against mine and she 
just darting her tongue in and out of her mouth. Bitch. I was like, is there a mouse in the vicinity? What the hell is going on with you, man? Did you tell her? Oh. You raised in a cave? <laughs> I had a girl kiss with JG. Do you kiss with your eyes open? Psychopaths. I've I've had a couple open eye kisses. That's weird. What did you do? You didn't like take your hand and close her eyes. I just no. I just kept my eyes open too. It's too late. We made eye contact. So y'all both just eyes open, twisting and shit. You can do. We in it now. Did she scare you? Like you look, you looked up. She was staring. Like what is she doing? I'm keep my eye on you. Why would you do that? Why wouldn't you? Let's flip the script. I'm sorry. <laughs> I just I I did not expect to to have my self-esteem attacked like this to start the year <laughs> on this show. Right? It's really, I thought what I did was ingenious. Let, let's flip it up, Rod. Get it get a black people something to bring up today. And get a white people something to bring up today, black people. Wait, is this this that was for white people to talk to? That was for white people. people. Mm -hmm. Jim Jones' okay. mama teaching him how to tongue kiss and and it turned into to you telling us one of the saddest stories I've ever heard in my goddamn life. I got the kiss, nigga. I got the kiss. <laughs> I mean, I, you can't argue with well, the result. You still get you know the kiss, I mean? goddamn. Like, it's right there. <laughs> I mean, it's right there. You can still I ain't mad at it. get the kiss. You know what I'm saying? Practice. Makes perfect. Hey man, listen, we listen, we all do wild shit when we young kids just first discovering our sexuality. I I I I was like eleven years old. I, I Stole a teddy bear and cut it open and what? Pour some next pour level. some hot water on it and put my dick in it. Next <laughs> level. What? You know, listen, we this is what you do. This is what no, you do. Not. <laughs> no. Listen, when you're a young man. <laughs> When you're a young man discovering your sexuality, you get into weird shit. You make out with your fucking fist. That is true. You, you rub your dick on anything. I, <laughs> technically true. Technically I used true. to practice putting on condoms mm. so that I wouldn't, so it wouldn't be no fumbles mm. on the day. And then I was still like a virgin for three more years. But, <laughs> right. <laughs> but you were ready, You were ready, but it you, 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 you sat on that bitch behind far for a couple years like Aaron Rodgers did. Mm. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Hey, when they called your number, you was in Ready there. Ready to rock. Ready to go. Hey, man. Right, listen, right. It happens, bro. Mm. <laughs> yeah, you know, man, let's get something there. for the black folks, right? Mm. Black people, uh, you want to kick this year off uh, talking to white people about how one of their favorite things has come down pretty harsh on another one of their favorite things. White people are in a bit of a pickle right now. Uh, recently, the Pope, Pope Francis, mm -hmm. the king of all Catholics, the king of all Christianity, uh, gave a speech where he talked about how uh, people, all these couples that are out here uh, choosing to raise plants and pets instead of having children are extremely selfish. <gasps> And uh, doing so to the detriment of humanity, and uh, it's got white people in a tizzy. I mean, they love they love their dogs, they love their plants, 
they also love them some Jesus. So they don't, they're really at odds with the Pope right yeah. now. So if you're a Catholic pet owner who has your fur baby or <laughs> I'm a dog mom, and then the Pope is like, fuck all that fake shit, get the fucking. That's what the Pope is saying. Like he was seriously just like, listen, I understand some people, some people do it because of finances and shit like that, but fuck all that. You should be out here struggling to take care of a kid because you need to have children. You're selfish if you don't. Really? Yet the Pope ain't got no bitches and no children. He's not one. Not one. But, but we selfish. But we this nigga took stuff. a vow to not get no pussy, let alone have a cow. <laughs> but we but selfish. We selfish. But we selfish. You know what I'm saying? But we selfish. <laughs> Whatever. Nah, I think that like that's something you gotta be cut out for like the irony though if I had to choose third and it's only from dating women with dogs I would choose a child over a dog oh yeah right. no, I agree you, can, with that. you can give a kid some Benadryl and they'll go yeah, right out, fuck you know out. I mean? right yeah yeah. A kid you just go over there at a certain time of night. You, you ain't never got to worry about coming into the house and a kid eating your stash. You know what I'm saying? Like kids, kids don't eat raw weed. They don't do that shit. But dogs, dogs will eat raw weed, bro. They eat all your shit, and it'd be your expensive what? shit. And they will eat. This your sounds very person. specific yeah. and very personal. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't date women who smoke and have small dogs. Is what I'm trying to tell you, because they dog will eat your weed. Go ahead on, man. I, feel I believe that. Mm -hmm. I believe that a thousand percent. Like, I just, I don't know, man. Like, a pet, the responsibilities never change. Like, every fucking day, every morning, you got to take it out to piss and shit. And then four more hours later, you got to go piss and shit. And then it's got to play with and jump and run. And then it's fur every fucking way. Like, I just... I can't do it. Like, at least with my child, like, he's five now. I can just leave him in another room for hours. Hours. All I have to do is listen for, for hours. I just have to listen for noise. That's it. And he's alive. I heard something. Right. You put his favorite movie on, they watch it on repeat for hours. Like, they've never seen it before. Oh, and they're so into it. It's amazing. Uh, dogs, however, will get very upset after the first 15 minute repeat. Then it's going to start barking and peeing on the floor. I'm, I'm still a team child. I'm, I'm, on, I'm team child all day. I had sex with this girl one time and the dog got in and jumped up on the bed and I didn't know. What? Mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm, like, you didn't know. I didn't know whether or not to, like, do you keep going? Because she was comfortable with it. <laughs> and it kind of, it's like, it's like Rod in the, in the lizard mouth kiss. Like, I was just like, I don't know if I could be over here anymore. Mm -mm. <laughs> and that's the last time we fucked. Mm -hmm. I was like, this is... Hmm. I feel you. I don't, the dog can't even be in the room. Like that's that's distracting. Yeah, no, we can't do that. Unless her thing is to have the dog watch, then I'll try it at what? least once. As long as you know, place to end. As long as I ain't, as long as I ain't got to touch it. Mm -hmm. No harm, no foul. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's all good. So you feel that wet tongue on your back leg, right? That's all I'm saying. Oh, it wouldn't be the first time. I mean, yeah, yeah, it's all right. <laughs> yeah. I hear you, homie. I hear you. I don't know if it's her or the dog. Oh, yeah, that boy. Point, that's true. <laughs> We're done. We're done. This podcast is Uncle Rod's Story Corner. Um, where are you performing right now? Are you still chasing COVID out in these streets, slinging jokes? Or? Nah, I'm uh, I'm I'm cooling right now. Uh, I'm not getting back out until February. Okay. All right, done deal, brother. We'll get with you. All right, bless up. Bye. Take yes, care, sir. folks. I'll let that motherfucker attack me. What? <laughs> <laughs>
scam of the week time, the first one of 2022. JG, who's on the line? We have Gino. Hi, Gino. How are you? I'm good. How are you guys doing? I like the hair. Oh, thank you. Is that a that's new my... cut? Not that I know you, but is that new to you? No, that's my uh, that's my COVID um, mop. I haven't got <laughs> my cut. I... COVID, I haven't been to the barber in a while, mop. <laughs> like, I don't trust my barber. Exactly. Can I say something real quick, Roy? Yeah, yeah. This is not, this has nothing to do with the scam, but um, on one of your albums, you had the thing about Francis Scott Key stealing the national anthem, right? Yes. You you had the line, you said, you want stolen people on a stolen land to stand for a stolen song, right? Yeah. And I I always love that thing. And and Mm. I'm, I'm native. And so I hear that stolen, you know, the stolen land part. And I'm like, you damn right. It's stolen land. Right. Much. So I love that thing. And I used to listen to it over and over. And it got me on this thing where I researched the original song and learned all about it and then learned about wild, right? Yeah. Mm. And I had never known that. So I ended up writing like a um, basically like a Facebook essay about it. Right. I put all my research on Facebook and I put it on and I put it out there. And my response, the response I got the most was like, I had no idea. And I was like, no shit, me neither. That's why I'm putting it here. And like, they're not trying to, they're not trying to tell us about that. So I was like, I always said, if I, if I ever ended up talking to you, I was going to say, thank you for putting that on that album. That got me Mm. some knowledge I never knew about, which I in turn presented to some other people who, who learned something new. So thank you. Second hour special. No one loves you. And, the whole thing was just like, I kind of got to the same, that place, same as you, where it was just a bit about the national anthem. And I, and what I like to do before I talk about something is research it to learn more about it. Cause then you may find some new angle to approach it from. And just in the research of the national anthem, and I didn't know it. I'm a fucking adult and been singing the song for decades. It's based on a British song. <laughs> you unoriginal motherfuckers in honor of freedom let's sing the song written by the people we got our freedom for it ralph it'd be like if the black national anthem was written by it was based on a song your slave owner used so to you're, you're, it's hum. almost like if, it's almost like if uh lift their voice and sing was actually based on the star fangled banner so instead of it just even going we just yeah. it's a home of the brave or, or I wish I was in Dixie. That's probably oh, it. Oh, shit. <laughs> Lift every voice and sing. Hooray, hooray. hooray. Lift every voice and sing. Hooray, hooray. <laughs> we all gonna save Mrs. Farm today. Hooray, hooray. Nobody's gonna well, run away. Thank you so much for, for coming in. JG said you used to work at a parking deck. Right. So it was like a parking garage across the street that uh, from an arena that would that had basketball games, hockey games, concerts, and you know, basically serve this arena. And uh, what they would do, you know, normally it would be hourly parking, but on nights there were big events. You could buy a parking pass, and this parking pass would cover you for the whole night. So if you wanted to go to the game, you wanted to go have some drinks, you could leave your car there, and it would actually be cheaper. You could leave it overnight. You wouldn't have to pay for hourly parking, but you paid for the pass ahead of time, usually in cash, right? So I would stand out there on the sidewalk and sell these parking passes and people would go in, 
put them on the dash of the car. Mm-hmm. And then when they left, all they had to do was present this pass and we would just let them out the gate. We didn't have to deal with any kind of them giving us a ticket and it showing us how long they were there. They just got to go. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Okay. Um, so the scam was they paid cash. We were supposed to basically get, they were either supposed to keep these passes or we were supposed to dispose of them. Mm-hmm. What I figured out was that when they handed me the pass back, I could kind of slip them back into the pile of passes, resell those passes, and then keep the cash. Mm. And it was nice. essentially untraceable. They weren't keeping mm. track of it. So it was a $5 pass. And I do that 15, 20 times a night. And I get a little extra money for my minimum wage job. Here's, here's a question about parking garages. When the gate arm goes up and down, does that work like a turnstile where it keeps count of the in and out in the lot so that you can't lie about the number of cars that came in versus went out? Or does that not, is that still keep it from me? It's still untraceable? Well, under normal circumstances, yes. But when we were selling the passes, I mean, and these cars would be lined around the block to get into the garage, hundreds of cars. So we would just lift that gate up and then they would give me the money and go up. Nice. And then at the end of the night, when they're all trying to leave, all those same cars are trying to leave, same thing. We just lifted that thing up. They showed the pass. We waved them through. So there wasn't a date on the pass. It was no. just like pass and boom. Oh, man. Yeah, it had the name of the parking company. Uh-huh. And, it, and they were numbered at the bottom. These passes were numbered by the printer. But they never asked us for any kind of number. It wasn't like when I turned in my receipts at the end of the night, I started with 100 and I stopped at 600. They never even bothered. They just wanted to know how many I sold. And then the cash I turned in at the end of the night had to correspond with that. Mm. So I could still I could still say I sold 100 and then hand them $500. But when it, in actuality, I sold 120 yeah. and kept 100. They weren't nice. even smart enough to change the color of the no. oh my gosh. It was the same every single night. This okay. is a fucking good like that's gravy. Like that's once you figure out a hustle, lick man. like that. But how did they not know what the capacity of the garage was versus because it would be a mix of hourly and these long-term partners? So So the money's never even every night. It's not the same. Exactly. Every... And and Fuck. even if you did a count at the same time every night. It's it's not going to be accurate, Mm -hmm. but there's so many cars coming in that I could get away with doing 15 cars and and it's not going to raise any eyebrows based on the thousands that are coming in. Oh, and then you've got in and out because then an hourly could leave and then a new parking pass person, a new long term person could come in and take that space later on at night because it's not. I feel like his hustle was even cut up for for, was made for him to it was made for you to just take advantage of as long as you weren't being greedy you can get right, away exactly. with that for a long ass time yeah yeah and the other thing was is, is i was not real good at my job and so my numbers <laughs> at the end of the night what? were often off they were You're often not good at math so, yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and i had a and i had a friend on the inside i mean he wasn't an accomplice but he knew me and he was just used to my shit being off 
So it, even if my numbers were off a little bit, Jeez. they just kind of chalked it up to me not really being that good at my job. Hey, that's old Gino. You know Gino. <laughs> you know Gino's going to be a little off. He's just... <laughs> Nice kid, and though. subtract, you nice know. Nice kid. Nice kid. Yeah. Nice kid. <laughs> well, thank you, brother Gino. We appreciate you for coming on. Yeah, no thank problem. Thanks for having me. All right, have a good Bye. one. Bye. That's the show. Royce Job Fair is a subsidiary of Comedy Central, iHeartRadio, and South Park and Princeton Productions. Happy New Year! Motherfucking happy motherfucking New Year. Uh, this time next Wednesday... My third hour special on Perfect Messenger will finally yeah. be available on Paramount Plus. So go check it oh, out. Enjoy that. Um, Sir Ralph the Third, thank mm. you as always. Um, might see if I can get my little brother Justin back on next week. Yeah, that dude was a fan favorite. I'm a fan. I'm a, I'm a fan, and he's one of my favorites. Uh, I like that guy. He's, I like that he's guy. Quite insane. <laughs> he's a sweetheart. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you Because he is He is a kind soul He's, he's also sweetheart. He's as chaotic as, as Rod Alright I'm going to go practice my kissing Oh my mm. gosh mm. Get my kiss rips in mm. <laughs> Side of your hand all chap Go ahead on That's a good idea I should chapstick my hand mm. Cold what? weather practice Why are you encouraging him Oh, <laughs> now I just imagine right. you with a VR helmet on practicing kissing. <laughs> this has been a Comedy Central podcast. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste, the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Ann Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes Film.com to get tickets now.